Perak Zayin Mishnah Yud. We learned in the previous Mishnah that if a husband has what the Mishnah refers to as a minor blemish, that's not grounds for the wife to demand a divorce. The Mishnah presented a dispute as regards a more major blemish. In the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, this would be grounds for her to demand a divorce. Our Mishnah presents a list of what the Mishnah deems to be extreme blemishes in the husband that to all opinions would agree would be grounds for her to demand that he divorce her. And she would receive her ksuba if she did make that demand. The Mishnah says, In the following cases, upon her request, Bezdin would compel him to divorce her and give her the ksuba. First we have the mukishchin. The literal translation of that is someone afflicted with boils. The Rav interprets this to mean a mitzara. And it could be that the mitzara here is sort of like a catch-all to describe person who has a severe kind of affliction that affects basically ever all over his skin. As we'll see further later in the Mishnah, this poses a severe challenge to marriage. This is considered a very difficult condition for her to deal with. And uh, as we'll see, the Mishnah will say that essentially it's forbidden for a Mukish man to be married because uh, living as a married man would be dangerous for him. And next we have Lubal Polypus, a man who emits a very harsh stench that too be considered intolerable in her part. The Hamakamates, a person who works for a living collecting dog manure, which was used in the tanning process, and Rashi says in the laundering process. So obviously in that line of work, he comes home with a very offensive odor. Hamitzarif Nechoshes, a person who works as a copper miner, which also gives him a very difficult stench. If you have Borsi or somebody who works as a tanner, the same issue, he will typically have a harsh stench. All of these cases, the Mishnah says she can demand that he divorce her, and she would get her ksuba, and that applies. Bein shehoyubam nisu, nisu noldu. Whether the condition was present before the marriage or only came up after, meaning obviously if it only came up after, it would be grounds for her to demand a divorce. But even if the condition was present before they got married. So that uh, you can make the case that what do you mean? She knew what she was getting into. She knew that he worked as a tanner, that uh, he would have a harsh smell. The Mishnah rules, nevertheless, she finds it too difficult to bear after they get married. She could demand a divorce and she would receive exuba. The Mishnah says, V'alkulan am Rabbi Meir, regarding all these cases, Rabbi Meir said, Even if he had specifically stipulated with her before the marriage, he said, look, you know I work as a tanner, I bring home a very hard smell, so you need to sign on the dotted line that we're getting married on the understanding that even if you find my line of work difficult, it's hard to be married to me, you are nevertheless agreeing or committing to get married. Even if she agreed to that, she would have the right to afterwards, after living with him for some time, finding it too difficult to bear, she would still have a legitimate complaint that I thought I would be able to tolerate it, but it turns out I cannot. I cannot bear this. It's too difficult to remain married to a man who goes around collecting dog manure all day. However, say that you know, certainly if she specifically agreed to waive any complaint, she says, yeah, I understand. It's uh, not so easy. He is in a line of work that makes him have an offensive smell or whatever the issue is. And it could be the Chamin that uh, even if she didn't specifically agree to that, but if she knew about the condition, the Mepharshim discussed exactly the extent of the Chum's opinion, but they say essentially that Mikabelis al Karcha, 
she committed to this marriage that she can't change her mind later. In other words, she has no grounds to demand that he divorce and pay her ksuba. She now tells us that, you know, I thought I could bear it and I can't bear it. This is true of all of the cases listed above. Except the case where he is mukeshchen, he has this severe skin disease. In that case, she always has the right that he divorce her. In fact, even if she doesn't demand a divorce, Bezna will step in and require that he divorce her. They can't live together as a married couple, mipnei shememakato, because if they continue to live as man and wife, and they're intimate, it causes his flesh to decay and endangers his life. So the Chum are saying that where he's a mukashchin, it's simply a dangerous for him to be married, Therefore, it's not permitted. Tara says, You have to protect your health. So as long as this man is suffering from this condition, whatever exactly it is, a mukashchin, since uh, it's deemed the Chum understand that medically speaking, it's dangerous for him to live a married life, he may not do so. The mission concludes with an actual case. A mice of Tzidon once happened in the city of Tzidon. There was a tanner who was married, and he died without children. He was survived by a brother who also worked as a tanner. So the widow, therefore, of course, who fell to the surviving brother for even consideration, and normally, when there's a case of Yibam, the preferred course of action is that the Yavam actually marry the Yavama, marry his late brother's widow. Unless the widow has a legitimate reason that she doesn't want to marry her late husband's brother. And in this case, the Yavama said, I don't want to marry the Yavam, I prefer that he do chalitza, release me to marry somebody else because he's a tanner and I can't stand the smell. But of course, we would respond to that, that you were able to tolerate living with your tanner husband. So what's the difference? Now you're saying you can't tolerate being married to the oven because he's a tanner? So maybe that claim should be rejected. The Mishnah says, Omrucham, the Chacham of that case ruled, she has the right to say, Well, true. I was able to tolerate fact that your brother was a tanner, I'm not able to tolerate that with you. Meaning the end, she's starting a new marriage now. The fact that in her previous marriage she was married to a tanner, we don't like hold that against her and say that she loses the right to complain about this condition. It could be that for whatever reason she was able to put up with this with her original husband, but not with a different husband. And so this would be a legitimate basis for her to refuse Yibam and to demand that the Yavim instead perform Chalitza, She'll be paid the ksuba and be free to marry somebody else.